Amigos and amigas, Ooh, we back on the podcast. Welcome to Confidence a Toda Madre. We're finally here. I understand. I know. Thank you for bearing with me. It's miércoles. It's Wednesday, but we're here. Okay. Um, for those of you who don't really follow my IG or, you know, don't really see my stories, you literally solely only get me on Mondays through this podcast. One, thank you for being here and thank you for being subscribed that you're like, oh, okay, this, this bitch just finally decided to drop an episode. Um, let me give you a little preface preface, okay? Um, your girl has asthma, has had asthma since she was six years young. And I was totally that kid that loved, lived for a good brinca brinca, a jumpy house for my non-Spanish speaking folk. And I just, I always had a love-hate relationship because I loved them. I lived for them, but they would fuck me up. And then I would always have an asthma attack. And then I either had to like do a breathing treatment and shame in front of everybody or they had to take my ass home. And it was kind of embarrassing because it was like, you got kicked out of the club for not doing anything. You just couldn't breathe. But so you got, you had, they had, they took your ass home. So I was already experiencing like, Kicked out of the clubness without being drunk or getting in a fight at six years old. Love that for me. Okay. I know that that was like a really extreme reference, but let's just have a little hee hee ha ha. So we're here. It's Wednesday. I finally have the lung capacity to bang this episode out. And literally, my husband is my witness. Um, I was up at 4 a.m. because I'm taking um, steroids. Not like those kinds of steroids, guys, but like for my lungs. <laughs> Wow, this this episode is going great. Um, I'm taking prednisone and it just kind of fucks up with your sleep. And my husband is my witness. Just like I'm kind of up, down, up, down, just because it's messing up my um, just my my sleep. So then I'm like, oh, man, da, 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 da. and I already took a nap at 9 a.m. I think it was 10 a.m. probably. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to chug a Coke and I'm going to get in the shower and get ready for the day. And it's just going to, again, sometimes you got to get ready for the day and it's going to change your mood. You got to help yourself get into the right energy. So today is one of those days I'm here banging out the podcast and then I'm going straight to the grocery store because people got to eat up in this mug. Okay. So let's get into the episode. But again, that's, I just want to let you know why we're late, why there was a dwindle, asthma fucks it up. Allergies this season is hella heavy this year in Arizona. I don't know what's going on, but if they have an email that I could write a letter to and like report my concern, I would happily do that. Um, but regardless, we're here. And if you were watching my IG stories, this podcast episode is about to be a heater. Okay. And I'm a little confused because my energy is like really, really up, up, but my dog is literally in the office with me and she is just laying like, you ain't going to say shit. <laughs> she is like chilling at the beach pose, a little bit of dead or alive. Fatty. Yeah, no, she moved. She's cool. And, um, she's a little bit bringing me down cause I, I'm in here trying to drop fire, but either way, you know what? We're going to make it happen. So this episode is about failure. And I know a lot of us have a really, 
a really love-hate relationship with failure or you just have a straight-up avoidant relationship with failure or you're really fucking scared of failure, um, whatever type of relationship you have with failure, for the most part, it's a very like high feeling. It's a very alert feeling. It's a very hot feeling. And again, a lot of us, what we do sometimes is that we avoid it at all costs. And um, I was even talking with one of my clients the other day who, um, and you know what, I'm just, I'm probably just going to give you guys, I'm not going to give you details about her specifically, but this is why it's so important for me to talk about because there's a level of doing the self-work where you have to embrace the yucky. You have to embrace the parts where you fell short, the mistakes that happened, the trials and tribulations that you've experienced, the times that you didn't get what you wanted. And there has to be a level of acceptance around that because that's when you learn to really, truly understand that you didn't lose, you just learned. That every time you fail, you actually gain a shit ton more focus. And so that's why I really want us to go into failure. And uh, the whole point of this episode is I want you to look at failure with the lens and a perspective of failure just means no pasa nada. Like ain't nothing going to happen that that's that like that bad or that crazy. Because there have been times in my life where I've absolutely had to hit rock bottom to really move me out of specific spaces, environments, relationships, because God had something better for me or just whatever you believe in. The universe had something better for me, whatever it is. But again, that plan, like, and again, I'm really loving this phrase that's really, really hot right now. And I I believe in it so much is whatever's for me isn't going to miss me. But sometimes the universe and God have to get you out of the way to continue on with that plan. Because if you stay out of the way where you're supposed to be at, where they need you to be at, you're going to keep wasting time. Sure, it's going to come back around for you again because what whatever's for you, is it going to miss you? Absolutely. But you have to get good at embracing the yucky, being willing to fail, being willing to just be the I don't know girl. And I, I, I just dropped an episode. I think it's called Embracing I Don't Know Energy. Because let me tell you, I was the, the post the queen for I don't know energy. Okay. Like I would live in I don't know because I was like, I don't know, feel safe. I don't know. gives me an excuse. I don't know. gives me a reason. But this episode is to drill home and to tell you and to change your perspective around the relationship that you have with failure right now. And let me tell you something else that might be a little spicy and you might want to fight me or ch- turn off this podcast episode. And, and girl, it's okay. If you need to take a lap, you take it. If you want to cuss me out in your core or at the gym or wherever you at, and you say, Sylvia, you ain't shit. You don't know what you're talking about. I encourage it. I encourage it because even with my clients in face-to-face Zoom sessions that we have, I say, yo, and if you want to cuss me out, let me know. And not even because I'm going to cuss you back too. No, as in like, okay, that's real raw energy that's coming out. 
And 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 we need more spaces like that where you feel safe enough to be like, ooh, I'm feeling triggered. What's coming up for me? Why don't I feel safe in expressing myself? Why don't I feel like it's safe enough for me to fail? Because again, what did I say just minutes ago? Every time you fail, it brings you more focus. Every time you lose, no, you didn't lose. You just learned. Anytime you put yourself in a position where you started something but didn't finish it, don't take that as, oh, that's an attribute I have. That is a part of a personality trait that I have that I just can't change because that's who I is and that's how I am. No. No, what happened was you figured it out that that wasn't for you, or maybe you didn't like it as much as you did, or that you thought you did, or the passion was as, wasn't as big to carry it out and to pursue it into what you thought could have happened. It is absolutely okay to change your mind, but there are times where you have to commit to the decision of like, yo, am I going to carry this out? Is this something that brings me joy and I'm going to continue to pursue it and be committed in this type of relationship and show up devoted to it? That's up to you. But it's okay to say, I started something and didn't finish it. Why? And I'm going to call it a fail because it caused me to refocus Ask myself, go back to the drawing board. But that's the thing. You don't go back to the drawing board. You just say, I failed. Fuck it. That's it. If you've been following me for a while, you'll know that before I was a toda madre, I was blossoming gems. And before blossoming gems, I was blossoming gems, but a clothing store, like an online clothing store dead and oh, I might get a little emotional and my friend Soph who passed away recently um oh yeah she suddenly passed away and uh she helped me in the very beginning she helped me take all of those the the pictures for the clothing she helped me like with the styling of it she helped me with my website like all the fucking shit right I was an online clothing store. Hear that again. I was an online fucking clothing store. And then I was like, I fucking hate sourcing clothes. This is terrible. But guess what? I failed, but I gained so much more focus because I was like, it is a fucking pain in the ass to source source clothing. It is not something I'm passionate about. It's not something I'm interested in. Fuck to the no. Then I thought it would be like really cool to like sew little kimono things to like go over your like cute sundresses and whatever. And I bothered my friend Mikey for it. And oh, he was the best. I made some cute shit, but not enough where I was like, yo, me and my sewing machine about to like be in this romantic relationship. Hell to the fucking no. Which again, that failure caused me to refocus and be like, okay, I know I want to do something for people, but this requires too much time and it's actually draining me. Let's go ahead and refocus. And then I moved on to like bracelets, like gem bracelets, because again, I was blossoming gems and don't get me wrong. I still have a very heavy relationship with gems because I believe in the lyric. Don't be a hard rock if you, cause you really are a gem by Lauren Hill. And so there I was, I was slinging bracelets and I liked that a little bit more, but then I had to ship everything out constantly and listen, I was not trying to have a relationship like that with the post office or the postman, even though Eddie was dope, Eddie on the South side, shout out. I hope you're still there, my guy, but it's been a solid amount of years. 
And when that didn't work out and I was able to call it a fail, I was like, okay, I'm going to start a blog and I'm going to do this podcast thing. But again, I didn't have a focus. It was just like, okay, I'm interested in pursuing these things. But I knew that the focus I wanted to be around was to be around empowering people and motivating people, which is so hilarious because now every time I do a speaking gig, I'm like, I'm not a motivational fucking person. I'm here to teach you shit. (laughs) And I feel the same way about empowerment. You can't give that to somebody. They have to choose to want it. So we're in that space. I'm blogging. I'm I'm writing because I can write. And I could speak. And I had a couple of friends be um, co-hosts on a podcast. And it was so fun. And we were doing interviews and all of this stuff. And then I was like, okay, but I don't really have a direction. Like, I feel warmer. I'm, I'm getting warm. I'm getting hot to what it's close to doing. But it's not quite there. And so then I called that a fail. Called it a wash. Did what I needed to do. And then I found coaching and I took my ass back to school and I pursued coaching and we've been in this devoted and committed relationship ever since. And today, well, it was actually Monday, but I was really sick this week. I am just really celebrating the fact that I left my job last year. And I haven't gone back. And if you're if you're new here, I was a speech therapist in the schools. I was a speech therapist in the schools for like 10 or 11 years. And it was in, def- in different places. Like I've been in the hospital. I've been in clinics. I've been in schools. So again, that's what I practiced. That's what I went to school for. And I left my job to pursue my coaching career full-time. And also it was just the best decision for our family when it came to Charlie, our son. So it just felt like that we were getting so many green lights of like, yo, 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 this is it. This is it. This is it. It's, it's time to go all in on you. And what's so crazy is I just shared a post today on my IG about I used to cry to on the way to work every fucking day. I would get so much flack if my kid was sick or if like there was a family emergency or something or like a doctor's, anything. It was like, well, you got to make up the hours and da 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 and all of this shit. And I just really encourage you to go look at that post because I know so many of you can relate. And also... It was a big moment because I had to really come down to the fact of like, I'm leaving my career to pursue my business. And it was a really big question of asking myself, did I fail in my career too? But again, it's not really a failure because it caused me to focus so hard on what I really wanted. And I say this to people all of the time. Are you doing what you're supposed to? 
oh, are you, are you, oh, no, no, excuse me. Are you doing what you should do? And shoulds are placed in by society and culture and just like the way we're taught to do things. So are you doing the shoulds or are you doing what you're supposed to? And supposed to is like your God gave given gift, your zone of genius, like the things that you truly excel in and are on fire for and the ways that you really actively serve your community which really plays into like your identity, purpose, and calling. And I'm going to say that again. Are you doing what you should be doing? Because again, like my should was, well, you should go to school. You should pursue your four-year degree. You should do this. You should. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. No, I have friends who are incredible and are like absolute corporate queens. And I have a friend, Mara, who's like, this doctora who amplifies like all of these women of color spaces in PhD programs because there needs to be more representation in there. Absolutely. And look, I see her and I'm like, dude, that is what she is supposed to be doing. That is her gift. That is her calling. But Asking yourself if the should has been placed on you by, again, a technicality. By a learned behavior, by someone who's who's always told you that you're supposed to do things a specific way. And most of the time, it's your parents or your extended family. And not to say that my parents did a bad job. No, absolutely. Was I a really good speech fucking therapist? Absolutely. Am I <laughs> and I'm being fully transparent, guys. Right now, I'm working with Charlie like on my own just to like, because I've shared before, like, um, Drake and I were just like a little concerned about a delay, but like we've already done the work and they're like, no, he's fine. He's just truly bilingual and he's just going to need to get a second to get the hang of it. And so I've been working with Charlie at home and I literally finished working with him yesterday and I was like, bitch, I'm fucking good. I mean, I said that to myself. I didn't say that to Charlie or anybody, but, but I was a really good fucking speech therapist. I really loved the kids. My heart was in the game for a really fucking long time. But I also know that I was meant to do this. That I was meant to connect with you through this podcast right now. And eventually, if you decide to, that we're supposed to work together. Because this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my God-given gift. This is how I'm supposed to serve my community. But again, even when I was leaving the school and I was getting all of these green lights, if I'm being honest, I was also asking myself like, yo, did you fucking fail here too? Because I already had a really good relationship with failure. But for some reason, the thing that like, again, you practice for what, 10, 11 years, like, yo, this is what you do. This is what you're going to get grow old doing. It's kind of a hard pill to swallow. Because again, those are the shoulds that we're supposed to live a certain type of way. And so if you're listening to this and you have a passion project in your heart or you have a calling or a purpose or an identity that you're like, I just don't even know. Or, yep, I have it, Sylvia, but I'm really fucking scared of failure. I also want you to ask yourself, What is your relationship with failure? And this is going to hurt a little bit, but chances are is that you low-key, subconsciously, idolize the fear of failure. 
and you're going to say, what? Idolize. Idolize is like a positive thing that it's like you worship it. That's why I said subconsciously. Because when you idolize something, you're always checking for it. It's constantly in your mind. It's taking up space. Your energy goes to it. There's focus there. And if we're honest, it might be one of your idols right now. The fear of failure might be something that you subconsciously idolize because you're so afraid of it. So it takes up space. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. She bring in the heat. It's okay if you need to walk out your car and like punch something, punch air. If you and parent pick up, don't be that crazy parent, okay? But I get it. I fucking get it. And it's a hard pill to swallow. But I want you to today ask yourself, do I idolize it? And if you do, you're in a safe space. I'm here with you. I'm riding with you. Because that's another thing we have to learn that it's okay to feel the feelings. Like you're in a safe space with me and it's okay. Because this is the part where we need to say like, it's okay to embrace the yucky parts. Like the negative thoughts I have, like it's, it's about it. But you also need to remember to hold space for the fact that failure brings focus. There is no loss. There is just learning. And you're allowed to also adopt that mentality as well. I've spent like, what, 15 minutes on this podcast telling you about all of the times I failed, but you've only seen the end product of, well, Sylvia puts out dope podcasts and she's a really good motherfucking coach. Absolutely. But guess what? Everybody loves an overnight success, but that shit ain't true. That shit ain't true. We have to fail a gazillion times. And that's why I say I fucking love failure and that hoe loves me too. Because again, it's in those moments that we put ourselves in that no pasa nada energy of failure is where we gain the most focus, we do the most learning, and it's the times that, again, I'm a self-trust and confidence coach, where you build the most self-trust and you feel the most confident. Because you begin to learn, well, shit can't get any worse because I've already been in the trenches. I've already hit rock bottom. I've already pursued certain things that I thought I was going to do and shit ain't stopped me yet. So I'm going to keep fucking going. Failure is only in your mind. Because let's be honest, when you fail at something, it's not like somebody comes and knocks on your door and they're like, ma'am, I heard you failed today. You need to come with us. And then you get checked into this lobby room full of people who failed at something that day. No, no. Now, I'm sure somebody's really quick to be like, well, at work, it's real obvious if you fail at something because people are there to witness it. Yes, but aside from like dickaroni supervisors and dickaroni managers or whoever's above you or whatever are the only people to bring it to your attention. But again, Had you not failed, 
would you not be able to learn and refocus? And those are the things that we really, really focus on inside of coaching with me is to embrace all of you, but to also have a no pasa nada energy around failure. I have told you about the things that I've tried when pursuing a business. And it might shock you right now. And you might not believe me or be like, whoa, I've never heard this story about Sylvia. And I'm not really going to be able to go in full-blown details because we're about to hit the mark. But... I meant what I said that failure sometimes has to happen because of that phrase, like what's for you won't miss you, but sometimes you have to hit rock bottom and hit those trenches because you need to be pushed out of certain environments, certain situations, and certain relationships. And I'm not even going to front in my early twenties, I had to get sued to be pushed out of a really shitty situation in order to change the trajectory of my life. And I know your mouth is completely open and to the floor and be like, who would fucking sue Sylvia Brands? Well, let me tell you, it's a fucking story and a half. But I want you to know that that was really fucking necessary for me in order to move the trajectory of my life and get me out of a specific environment and relationship even, to move the needle and put me in a space where the things that were for me wouldn't miss me. And and if I'm being super honest, I had to experience that in in order to fully step into the space that I am today as a self-trust and confidence coach. Because... I'm able to say with my full chest that that experience absolutely almost killed me. Pieces of my hair were falling out because I was in the deepest, darkest depression of my life. I was absolutely fighting for my life. I was fighting for my degree. I was fighting for my license. Like everything I had just graduated school with was about to get ripped fucking away from me. So again, my livelihood But I had to experience that because now I can say it with my whole chest. If that didn't kill me, nothing fucking will. And my favorite thing to tell Drake when we are in times of hardship, like, um, you know, like (laughs) what perfect example ever since we got married that first year after you get married and you're like in a home finances are always kind of rocky, right? You're like, okay, we're trying to bounce back from a wedding. We're trying to bounce back from buying a house. And so, you know, not that we were like struggle bus in, but we were like, all right, we got to keep it tight. And ever since that, Drake and I have always said, yo, you and I are a team. And our motto has always been, we will always figure it out. And again, I can say it with my whole chest, because of the situation I lived through from getting sued in my early 20s, I can always tell it. That didn't kill me and I'm always going to fucking figure it out. And that moment was truly the beginning 
of the foundation of the self-trust that I have today. That was the moment where I truly was like, I really fucking failed and I don't know if I can get out of this one. But I did. I figured it the fuck out and I did. Was it absolutely scary? Yes. Did I have a did it have a Disneyland fucking fairy ending? No. It was miserable. It was really fucking hard. A lot of tra- trauma came from that. I had to go to therapy. I did my fucking thing, but it would have not shaped me into the person I am today and the type of coach I am and the type of individual and support I can provide while I serve my community. So again, don't be afraid of failure. Be afraid of the fact that you lived a lifetime in the shoulds and not in the supposed to be because you never decided to find a relationship with failure. And instead, you let it consume you. So I'm always talking about and advertising the summer of confidence. And if you want to rebuild that relationship that you have with failure and shift it and make it into one that's not going to rule your life, then I'm going to really strongly encourage that you join the summer of confidence, that you get in here and it's time to do the self-work. But again, I want you to have a connection and a relationship with failure because it makes you better. Because it makes you wiser. Because it gives you a wealth of knowledge along with focus and so much learning. Okay? So, thank you for listening. I'm so glad you waited till Wednesday. My name is Sylvia Brands. I'm a self-trust and confidence coach and I'm here to encourage you to live life a toda madre. Literally take this episode and go fuck some shit up. This is the summer of confidence and I'm going to be acting brand spanking new all summer long. I love y'all. Really ask yourself the type of relationship you have with failure. And if you low-key are idolizing that shit. I'll see y'all in the next track. Bye.